0: Welcome to this day in history class from HowStuffWorks.com and from the desk of Stuff You Missed in History Class. It's the show where we explore the past one day at a time with a quick look at what happened today in history. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Tracy B. Wilson and it's January 3rd. Lucretia Mott was born on this day in 1793. She was an abolitionist and an advocate for the rights of women. She was born Lucretia Coffin in Nantucket, Massachusetts, and her father was a sea captain, but eventually he decided to leave that line of work because it was incredibly dangerous and meant that he was away from the family for long periods of time. Lucretia's mother had run a small store while her father was away at sea, and once he left that line of work, they all moved to Boston where he became a merchant. Lucretia went to school she became a teacher, but she saw right away that she was being treated differently because of her sex. She was teaching at the same school where she had studied, and she said, quote, I learned at school that their education costs the same as that of men while they receive as teachers but half the salary. While teaching, though, she met a man named James Bott, and they got married on April 10th of 1811. They were extremely well-matched. They had very similar beliefs related to things like the abolition of slavery and equal rights for women, and they also loved each other very deeply. They would go on to have six children together, although one son died in early childhood. Lucretia Mott joined the American Anti-Slavery Society in the 1830s, and she saw more disparities in how she was treated because of her sex. She was a Quaker and a Quaker minister. She had been encouraged to take a leadership role in her congregation, but she discovered that in other congregations and other denominations, the idea of a woman minister just was radical and sometimes unacceptable. And even within the Anti-Slavery Society, the idea of a woman who had such direct and vocal advocacy was raising some eyebrows. However though. She did not give up in the face of all this. She spoke, she rallied, she campaigned for abolition. She also used her physical presence as a white woman to try to protect the people of color who were also part of this work. As one example, during an event at the newly opened Pennsylvania Hall, a mob of anti-abolitionists gathered outside while they were meeting, and when they were leaving, Mott instructed the other white women there to all link up arms with the Black women to help keep them safe. They were a lot safer as white women than the women of color who were with them, and they knew this, and so she was willing to use her own body, basically, as a shield. In 1840, she attended the World Anti-Slavery Convention where she and other women in attendance were denied admission because of their sex. They were ultimately allowed to attend the convention, but they had to sit in a special area, and they were only allowed to observe, not to actually participate. During this convention, Lucretia Mott met Elizabeth Cady Stanton, who was there on her honeymoon, and the two of them decided to organize an event for the cause of women's rights after they got back to the United States. That event was the Seneca Falls Convention, held in 1848. Lucretia Mott continued on doing all kinds of advocacy for pretty much her whole life. She became the first president of the American Equal Rights Association when it formed in 1866 to fight for universal suffrage. She withdrew from that organization, though, when her colleagues wanted to prioritize voting rights for women over voting rights for the people of African descent. She later became the president of the Philadelphia Female Anti-Slavery Society, Mott developed pneumonia in 1880, and she died on November 11th of that year at the age of 87. You can learn a lot more about her and her work in the August 15th, 2018 episode of Stuff You Missed in History Class. Thanks to Casey Pegram and Chandler Mays for their audio work on this show. You can subscribe to the Stay in History Class on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever else you get your podcasts. And you can tune in tomorrow for a very controversial execution.